1: Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who,
0: sir, are you? I am the producer, Matt Duncan. Freddie, you got to do the Kyle Lowry opening again. He wasn't traded. We only lost Norm, which was tough. But, uh, you know, I think it was Kyle that would have been really gutting you know for me yeah
1: you know we we know raptors fans are pretty split on this issue um but we also know i am not so i was very <laughs> excited to be able to do the kyle lowry again and you know for the rest of this season uh i will enjoy it and i'll i'll try to relish it you know yeah yeah definitely but, um Yeah, we got a great pod today. We got uh, Vivek Jacob. We got Adam Christie. Huge. Um, You know, uh, I I was like sweating because it's a little bit warm. But also because I was like nervously excited. Uh, You know, we got some good questions. A tumultuous time for the Raptors. It has been hard, but it's also been interesting.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, Interesting times. But you never know. There's still... As bad as it's been, they're not that far from, you know, Damn pretty right. high ranking in the East.
1: <laughs> we, we talk about like, you know, like how to stay focused through this rocky time, the trade deadline, yeah. weird Raptors facts. This is something for uh, me to
0: learn. I've never been through a Raptors thing like this before. I hope you don't have to go through it too much,
1: but you know <laughs> what? I'll guide you. We're yeah. going to make this. It's going to be absolutely Okay. You're champion now, so don't forget That's that. True. We talk about that on the pod too. Um, but Matt, you know, there's like b- before we get to all, all the b-ball talk, all the good stuff. Yes. Uh, where can people find us? Help us out. Uh, get an anti-itch You know, right. check out uh, our network. Check out our network. We're on the Sonar Network,
0: we're the number one sports podcast on the Sonar Network. We are also number the one. only sports podcast only one <laughs> the sonar network but if you go to the sonar you click that beautiful and more button and we are top level of those podcasts when you click that button we're right up top Ooh. there so you gotta check us out you can listen to the podcast there we got all kinds of fun links that you can click and uh with our twitter and our instagram as i said before we got that link tree you know i planted a link tree and i put all kinds of ornaments on it for our website and for our patreon and for our Spotify, no, it's not. Sorry, Shopify. I mean, Spotify's on there too, with our podcatchers. Uh, we got, we got the. Yeah, um, sorry, the Shopify. Yeah. If you want the toque, it's getting a little warmer now. But a lot of people are working out with tukes on to increase the sweat. So I would say you got to get one of these damn tukes if you want to hit your elliptical or your bike or your treadmill. Uh, and you never know when those cold spells come because they do. You know climate change is, an, is a nasty fella. So it's just you—you you don't know what you're gonna get. It's a—it's a box of chocolates out there in the air. So yeah, get <laughs> get. get get one of our dukes before they go sold out okay and click our links and please give us a rating please give us a rating
1: and please subscribe and that's all Um, i have to say matt i am i am lucky to have someone like you who in you know these hey folks Got to get a toque. First of all, second of all, you know, lots of things about these toques. Like you know, we've had we've had convo about ears falling off yep. of, of your head. Right. Um, this one featured a Forrest Gump quote uh, mixed in with climate change. <laughs> so we're going places. Um, but that's all the good info. Uh, and I think I just you know I want to let uh, listeners of the pod know. Um, yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we talk about the deadline. We don't talk about Matt Thomas and particularly we don't talk about Terrence Davis. Uh, and that's, you know, something we've talked about on the podcast, not wanting to avoid kind of dealing with the the difficult, you know, information or lack of information we have and, and frustration and, you know, an unresolved um, unresolved allegations that uh, are, are bigger than the NBA and, and I've have female victims that can't be forgotten. So with him being traded, you know, me and Matt were talking before the pod. Um, we are going to let this go because he's no longer an NBA or no longer a Raptors player, but with a little bit of an indictment, because we don't think the Raptors handled it well. And it was sure they were caught, you know, in a difficult situation. But um, yeah, our hands are tied as a shitty excuse. Yeah. Yeah. And as a fan of the Raptors and as someone who believes women, this was a very, very uh, disheartening and disappointing um, position that was taken. Uh, And like Katie Heindel uh, said in the pod before, you are, you know, or or in her writing, sorry, um, you are taking a position by not taking one. Right. So. Yeah.
0: And sorry, can I just um, clarify? There's nothing with matt thomas we just traded him and didn't talk about it right
1: that's correct i'm so sorry i do not want to loop those two in together Uh, (laughs) but just because the trade deadline we actually didn't even talk about norm too much but but yeah we talked about the the deadline um i think we're still reeling from like
0: trading him and then playing him two days later like that sucked right (laughs) too soon as nurse said yeah that's that's pretty rough and did you see him when he lined up
1: on our side
0: oh my god that was hilarious did i
1: see him i was crying my oh, eyes okay? God, i couldn't see him through all the tears um love you know maddie let's let's get going here on this pod but uh before we do uh, i'll just say uh stop asian hate black lives matter defund the police and email your city councillors Maddie, if you feel like we are good to go and to start this pod, please, sir, just give me those sweet words. Okay. okay. Okay, let's uh, let's get rocking here. Um, this is our first pod after the deadline. I am super excited about both of our guests. Uh, yeah, it's going to be an incredible podcast. Uh, let's do this. Uh, first guest this is his first time on the show. Um, he right, you know, I first discovered him, I guess, uh, through Raptors Republic, but uh, I listen to him all the time with uh, Locked On Sports with the uh, or uh, Locked On Rappers with Sean uh, Sean Woodley and uh, and a bunch of other host of other people uh i did the lineup with them uh, a while ago with uh, dwayne watson and um yeah he, i just love his basketball opinions and i couldn't be more excited to have him on the pod so give it up as loud as you can even if you're at home alone for, Ve- for vivek jacob how's it going buddy this is your music all right i'm feeling it i'm feeling
2: it we got some, we got we got some tampa vibes we got supportive vibes <laughs> to the beach just hang out
1: <laughs> yeah man um uh, you know my first intro for everyone is always a little bit sloppy uh, i'm gonna stutter a bunch so i'll smooth it out over time you know
2: <laughs> no i like it man I, i'm glad to be on a podcast where my opinions are appreciated the fact that you love my basketball opinions uh you definitely got me, got me already wanting to come back. Sweet. But yeah. I mean, doing that lineup episode, that was fun. Uh, it was nice being in a time when we could actually see people and hang out in the same area and not, and we didn't have a clue what social distancing meant. Oh, man. No idea. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, the, so, uh, yeah, good times. Uh, I think I've told this story on the pod, but the, the first time I did the lineup, like, I'm not a big shoe guy. Like I've learned a lot. Um, but, you know, the first time I did the lineup, uh, Dwayne was like, OK, everyone like check out like the shoes whatever. And they were like these Black History Month, like cable, not cable knit, sorry, these knit style shoes. And they were so cool. And, and I was like, you know, a bit nervous. And I was like, oh, man, I can't wait to wear these on my Saturday run. And like everyone just kind of looked at me like it was a record scratch moment. And they were like, Oh, you don't know, like wear these while you play. And then I tried, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll play, I'll play cool here. And I was like, yeah, cause my feet are going to be so itchy. And then there was another record scratch. And then the guy, like the mic guy was like, um, I think Freddie, let's just mic you up because <laughs> you're being weird. So that, that's my lineup story. Um, cool let's uh let's bring on guest number two here uh he's probably one of the first people to ever do this pod uh a hilarious man uh has amazing reach on the basketball court uh i do believe has a basketball injury right now which he'll talk about i'm sure um you know this hour is 22 minutes yuck yucks uh Sirius xm uh he's been a top comic uh he's an incredibly funny person and an amazing dude give it up as loud as you can for adam christie
3: Where are my Christy heads at I know there's Christy heads uh <laughs> to this podcast I got a following on this podcast oh for okay. sure yeah can I ask a question uh, can Matt hear me yes is Matt mm-hmm. here? yeah can be can people see this
0: <laughs> that's right <laughs> like not well like what do you mean like while we're recording
3: no is there yeah I mean is there like a, a thing where you put the video up
0: uh yeah after yes
3: yeah you do put it up
0: we do, do. put it up yeah
3: so people know I'm sitting in a gaming chair right that's now. right yeah good i'll make sure to tag
0: that on youtube
3: very glad (laughs) (laughs) that's out of the bag wanted to keep that private
1: i thought i thought you were worried about you you know being overexposed maybe your image but you just want people to know you have a gaming chair no
3: don't want people to know that oh sorry you don't i mean the opposite right Uh, yeah adam's got a big
1: comfy chair do you have to blur it out now
0: oh it's (laughs) gonna take forever
1: (laughs) well we'll blur it out um Right. Let's let dive right in, guys. Let's start talking some Raptors ball. Uh, Maddie, good sir, I know you're there. Please give me your most delicious Raptors sting. Raptors. 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 Okay, uh, let's, uh, let's start with you, uh, Vivek. Um, so this is, you know what, this is going to be a butchered question right off the top. So just follow me if you can. Uh, if this season uh, was a Raptor ship and, you know, it's uh, things were very turbulent, people are starting to get seasick, and they're looking for land, they're looking for the horizon, they're trying to make it through these last 25 games you know, what's your advice as far as like, where should they focus? Should they be focused on development? You know, should they be eyeing out, you know, Mobley and Cade and, and the draft? Should they be, you know, hoping that, Hey, we can get in. If we even if we're in the 10th seed, we can win two games in a row and then we'll play, you know, Philly or Brooklyn or whatever. Like, yeah, where, where are you? What's your temperature reading? What do you advise for fans?
2: If you're a fan, find any land you can because <laughs> fair, it's ugly because it, it, the thing is, by not trading Kyle Lowry at the deadline, I don't think you can have Kyle Lowry on your team and not fight for a playoff spot. I think that's just who he is. That's his identity. That's been the culture that's been set while he's been uh, with this franchise, and so I think, as long as he's playing, their goal will be to make the playoffs and make the play in tournament and see what they can do with that. That being said, it doesn't look good they, they've won yeah. what well, once in their last thirteen games or whatever it may be uh, twice in the last sixteen. and so their odds don't look good, and that's where I, I tell fans when they're losing, take that piece of land that tells you that gets them more lottery balls and gets them closer to a higher draft pick hopefully so yeah if they go one way you know you hope that they can give Kyle that one final hurrah if he doesn't resign and uh you know go off on a competitive note because I'm sure that's the way he'd like to go up but hey mm-hmm. if they lose and the other thing too is if the losing keeps going uh Kyle Lowry that foot has kind of been that issue has been lingering all season so if they get to a point where it's like hey Things aren't looking good for the play-in tournament. We're just going to shut it down and protect you. Not only just protect your leg, but protect your upcoming free agency while also, you know, trying to get those lottery balls. I, I could see that playing out, too.
1: Yeah, I think a Kyle shutdown is for sure in play. Um it just seems like the margin for like a, a victory for the Raptors is so, so thin. Uh, and you need Kyle kind of like being Kyle playing, you know, like taking charges and like playing full tilt. and like also, you know, I, I was I always bring up the Steve Nash foot injury. as like you, you can have the healthiest player. I think he was 40 when he first injured his foot. but you know, you can have a really healthy, amazing guy and still like something like a foot injury or a back or that that's what happens at the end of like a long competitive career is it's precarious and it's fragile. And I think, you know, everyone involved in Kyle's career is, is definitely taking note of that. Um, but yeah, a find any land you can is a really good takeaway. Um, Adam is your advice. Find any land is your advice. I don't know, coming to the ship? Like, where are you at?
3: My advice, everyone,
1: let's take a breather. Don't even look for land. Look,
3: it's very bad. Do you remember the film Titanic, James Cameron, 1996? No. Never heard of it. No. <laughs> well, there's a scene in the movie where the, 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 um, the ship is going down, and Rose, the main character, is an old woman, and she's looking at an old, I believe, ring. Think of that as the NBA championship ring. We won a ring. What else we do did. you want? Who care? I mean, the worst case scenario, we're like the, probably the ninth worst team in the league where we get a bad draft pick and we don't make the thing. Even if that happens, we want a ring. So I'm chilling out. <laughs> Listen, every time something bad, when I broke my arm, I was like, the Raptors want a ring. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I could die tomorrow. The Raptors want a ring. And the Raptors are doing good. Like, I didn't know Sadiq Bey was a basketball player until the Raptors taught me about it yesterday. It was very nice. (laughs) Um, (laughs) If you would have stopped me at gunpoint yesterday and told me to name three players on the Detroit Pistons, I would be dead right now. Um, But now I know the names of all of them.
1: I feel like you'd be like, Hamadou Diallo, Hamadou Diallo. And then you'd blank out. I used to call the Detroit Pistons
3: they should be called uh, Mason Plum- Plumley and friends. <laughs> that's pretty good. Because that's basically, it's also nice when you're like, you know, when you're watching a game, you're like, oh, that's where Wayne Ellington is playing. That's what happened to me yesterday. <laughs> it's a yeah. very nice moment where you're like, huh, Wayne Ellington, oh, Michael Carter Williams plays on this team. Good. Okay.
1: Now, where in the world is Wayne Ellington? Um, Detroit is the <laughs> answer. Uh I- Adam, let's let's stick with you for a sec, uh, and and just kind of moving on to. I, I feel like you know, I feel like uh, Vivek brought this up already. Um, I don't know if Adam just dropped out of the stream. I don't know what happened. Oh, okay, he's still there. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as, he's, as your as, he's your own spirit.
2: He's your own spirit.
1: Hey, well, we can deal with a disembodied voice. That's absolutely okay okay. But um, no, yeah, I, Adam, I'm just kind of like. Where where like where are you at like not so much like how do you feel as a fan, but where do you think Bobby and Messiah are at you know a week after the deadline uh yeah how do you think they're feeling like obviously we've only we've only played two games, I think since, but um yeah like, are, are are they freaking out are they like yikes? I don't really know, I think it may be best case scenarios though we're
3: really bad and we get play a, a a good draft pick, right like maybe this is uh. I don't know. It's it's so hard with this team right now that, uh, you know, because as Vivek was saying, like Kyle Lowry's not going to not try. Like these are champions. These men are champions. They're not going to stop trying for the love of God. Mm-hmm. Then there is a big part of me that's like, oh, I wish we could just
1: kind of take it and get a draft
3: pick. That yeah. means, I've been poisoned. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Well, okay, th- th- this kind of gets to the heart of why I wanted to bring this question up. And let's 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 go to you ne- next uh Vivek, sorry my my stutter's uh acting up. But like No worries, man. You know, do you think that like this this Masai Bobby deadline move even if it was like hey, we're getting a younger norm on a better contract, and we'll see about Hood. And you know, you don't understand, we really couldn't get a big. Like, even if that's a part of it, doesn't it kind of seem like Masai and Bobby are like planning for some future time, but also are kind of like, hey, if we just make sure that one player or one position on this team is basically untenable, then no matter what this team does, they won't be able to win enough games and we'll get where we want to go while still keeping the guys we want to keep. I don't know if that was too convoluted, but like,
2: no, is I, that, I is that how
1: they're feeling? Like,
2: I think they're just in a good place. When I saw them at the deadline, just say, Hey, this is our price. You either meet it or nothing happens. What that told me was they are confident and comfortable with their plan B. It's like, Mm -hmm. hey, this is plan A, if you can meet the asset return that we want, but we have a plan B in mind. And I think this is where maybe people get a bit too caught up in Kawhi, Danny, Serge, Mark leaving and getting Mm -hmm. nothing to transition with. I think this is where there's a big difference with Kyle Lowry, where if he just walks out the door you have cap space to work with. And so if you're looking at a trade with Miami and saying the face of that trade is Duncan Robinson, and you're looking at a trade with the Lakers and the face of that is potentially Talon Horton Tucker. And you're looking at a trade with Philadelphia and the face of that is Tyrese Maxey. You also have to look at it and say, okay, if Kyle Lowry walks, we could use the cap space and get, for example, Rashawn Holmes and someone else. Maybe that's better than any of these trades. And so that's where I'm thinking, okay, maybe this is their plan B, and maybe that's something they feel more confident in.
1: Yeah, and I think like, you know, well one thing I said in the pod last week was that, you know, if you think Masai Mori or Riley are going to budge. I'm not sure what to tell you cuz those guys win, they just win. Like they don't really like do losing trades. Like I know that they I'm not saying they haven't lost trades, but they 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 have this mentality like the person in your fantasy basketball league that's like how about I give you Seth Curry for Steph Curry. Right? Anything could happen <laughs> and you're like, "What? No. Don't email me again, please." But like I think that's Messiah and Bobby have standards, and I think those standards weren't met. I think not a lot of people are talking about the sign and trade potential with Kyle if he does want to go somewhere. And I think this is this. I, I don't like saying this point because I want Kyle to be like, you know, just so historically good forever, and I love him so much. But I think the trade deadline market around like a game changing point guard that's 36 is going to be dramatically different than the off-season market um, for a 36-year-old who probably wants a bag on his way out. And I think that's, you know, I'll, I'll be curious to see how much Philly, Miami, or the Clippers really do offer Kyle uh, in the summer. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie. I will be shocked if it's like 25 a year. Um, or what. I'm not sure what Kyle is going to really command. But, um, yeah, it should be... Should be fascinating. Um, I think I strayed a little bit, but like uh, Adam, kind of the same. Uh, wait, did I ask you this question yet, Adam? No.
3: I don't know, dude. I'll go somewhere else with it if you do. <laughs> I, love,
1: I love that both of you guys are just rolling with my like ADD confusion. This is good. Um, no, no, you're doing a great job. What are you nuts? I know. You know. Hey, um, we're all friends here. We're all friends. Exactly. Okay? We're all friends, and we all. Freddie and rappers. friends. That's
2: the new name of the show.
1: Hey, Freddie and Friends, branding, be damned. Actually, Freddie and Friends rolls. So, Um, Mm -hmm. where am I? Looking at my question. So, uh, oh yeah, just, um, just like, how you feeling with the deadline, the way out, uh, like our week out rather, and kind of like where are you at with uh, Gary Trent Jr. and this, and this fact? So yes, that's where I was going. Sorry. Mm -hmm. So the Gary Trent Jr. Fact is so mind blowing. And it's just one of those like basketball things that it's like, there's too many things that are lined up. Like the fact that, you know, they played 41 games, averaged 10 points a game, both played for Portland, were traded to Toronto. Mm -hmm. Um, Also shout out, you know, Gary's brother's names. Cause it's like, it's just too good. It's like, I think it's Gary it's, it's, it's Grayson. It's a lot of versions of Gary.
3: Yeah. Not, um, the, cool- not the coolest name to have a lot of uh, variations on.
1: And you know what? I'm just saying if there was another brother or like, I, 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 sh- I think they should lobby for like a Grary, like a G R A R Y. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like really dig in on the G R. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh let's let's go to you for, uh first Vivek. Um do you have like a an equally odd or cool Raptors fact?
2: Uh or funny or I'm, stupid. Yeah, this is uh just, you know, something to get the the mood up to keep uh, all the Raptors fans from jumping off the ledge the last time the NBA was normal the last time we had fans filling up the arenas. Mhm the Raptors were champs Mm -hmm. going back to Adam's good vibes. That's a beautiful fact.
1: And that's just like a, and that's just like a hard fact too. That's like, you can't take that away from us. That, that championship. Everything that's happened
2: since is just fake.
1: It is. It really is. And it it definitely like, you know, for, for baseball fans out there, like there's some symmetry between like the league shutting down after the Jays won uh, and going in a strike and, you know, COVID happening. Like obviously, you know, the pandemic so much bigger than the Raptors, but it, it does feel like we, the, the wheel was broken and the era of G state ended and like so many things kind of just like stopped and changed forever. Um, Yeah. Adam, Adam, do you have a, uh, a fact or like a,
3: I, I have a quick weird fact, thing. Yes. Did you know that, uh, you know how like um we're all like, this is kind of a fake season. This is an asterisk season. It's COVID whoever wins, it doesn't matter. I am um, also a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, as um, uh, Matt uh, Matt Duncan, the um, uh, uh, the beautiful producer for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just wanted to let you know um, that that you don't have that same feeling if your team is uh, doing good. Um, <laughs> Uh, that did is actually it, it actually rules to have a team doing good during COVID. So um, we are lying to ourselves as basketball fans saying that this is a nothing season. I don't think they're saying that in uh, LA. I don't think the Brooklyn Nets are like oh whatever this this kind of sucks. Um, but yeah, that is that is my fact. It's pretty good to win.
1: Hey, that's also a fact. Uh, so I'll I'm take it. I'm trying to bring
3: people down. Vivek's trying to talk, lift people's spirits. <laughs> okay, well. I'm like, listen, the Raptors are not
2: good.
1: Maddie. you yeah, know
2: what? You, you did a U-turn on us. I mean, you started off with the whole, ah, you know, I'm not worried about anything. The Raps are champs. They, they, they won a ring. We can't stress about anything. And now you just flipped it all over us. I mean, some of these guys aren't champs.
1: Hey, man, uh, Adam, you're, Aaron Baines you know- is
2: not a champ. Aaron
1: <laughs> Baines is a champ
2: well he's not right he's not playing like one right now yeah
1: um that's okay uh both of you guys facts are like you know what i I, mine's maybe more obscure so i think i think i'm doing okay there go ahead um but wait no i want uh i want to see what matt's got matt do you have a a raptors fact or a, a little nugget
0: um the only fact that i know is that and it's a sad thing because they're not playing at the Air Canada Center, obviously. Pardon me, Scotiabank Arena. But uh-huh. the be- voted the best shawarma in the world is right in our own arena at Sorta Shawarma.
1: Did you know that? That's Wait, not who is true. This, who is is that true, Matt? Uh, if, poof. If so- <laughs> oh, okay, you know what? <laughs> that, that, my friends, is just a Matt joke because he knows I love to talk about Sorta Shawarma. <laughs> uh, I really miss it. I totally dig it. The hot lettuce doesn't work for me, but everything else with that place is like gold. But like, yeah, the hot lettuce. I don't know. I don't know why. You know? I
3: heard that, I heard that uh, Norman Powell requested a trade because his branded shawarma wasn't the official shawarma of the Scotiabanker. Investment.
1: Wow. Ooh. Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, well, nor, is, nor-
3: as we all know, he's dating a falafel, so um, <laughs> yeah, it's like his beautiful falafel wife is probably very jealous of the. Oh, I'm sure she's curious. Sort of sh- shawarma falafels. <laughs> Disgusting. Um,
2: okay, one my of the guys- random facts I sure. did see for today was that Pete hit that shot. It's like the anniversary of Pete hitting that crazy circus right. shot. Um, in that Wizards game where Michael Ruffin throws the ball up, he catches it, boom, makes the buzzer beater, they go to overtime, they win the game. So that was a wild time. That was a wild time. Michael Ruffin, right? Yeah. Is that his biggest moment in the NBA? Probably.
3: Wow.
1: I'm sure he had some, like, you know, big defensive stands. I bet you there was a moment or two where he, like, block somebody's shot but yeah like you know th- that was such a weird play too throwing it in the air to waste time is like not a basketball thing
3: it seems like a movie you do it like uh, like a kid would do at the end of air bud yeah <laughs> like if like think- something like on um, like like mike or like a basketball movie they'd
2: be like oh throw it really high you can't score if i throw it really high i also think he meant to throw it far, like throw it to the other end of the court where it would have been impossible to like mm-hmm. get off a, a, a decent shot. But I think it, it kind of semi-slipped out of his hands and so it just ended up going up instead of having any distance on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll I... One of, one of the best Raptors call is Chuck Swirsky, uh calling that.
3: Okay, thank but you, Adam, because... Chuck Schwersky is now on that. I just saw for, I think, $35.00. You know that ripoff of Cameo that's like Canadian, but it's all like, you know, Brett Hall and stuff? Chuck is <laughs> mm-hmm. on that website.
1: Hey, okay, you know what? This is a perfect <laughs> transition. I was, okay, I, I, let me just say my, my actual fact isn't as good, but the, my, the fact I'm going to like bring up because of this, this discussion is a bit Please. better. So the actual one is that there's a, a Tim and Eric video, uh, uh, Spiran, Spiran. Uh, where uh, a, a couple of Spurs are in, and so far two of those four Spurs that make up the band have become Raptors. So Damn. Kawhi and Baines, um, and the other guy's Patty Mills, and I kind of forget who the fourth is, which is why this fact is not that great. Hmm. Um, it might be like Davis Burtons. I'm not sure. I hope so.
0: <laughs>
1: but uh, okay, here here's my better fact. So when Chuck Swirsky was still the uh, still the dude for the Raptors. Uh he had a thing for season seat holders where he's like, Hey, if you're a season seat holder and you want to have lunch with me, let's do it. So we, so me and my, you know, three brothers that are, we all share season seats. We're like, we got to do this. Like have lunch with Chuck. It's going to be crazy. So we're like, Hey, Chuck Swirsky, like, you know, we're four brothers. We're all Raptors fans. Like, you know, let's have some lunch. And, like he responded right away. He's like, Oh my God, I love this. This is so great. And then for the next couple months, dude gave us the runaround. Like, I'm not even kidding. It would be like, okay, what do you guys think about Wednesday? And then Wednesday would come and be like, sorry, I don't know what to tell you guys. Busy life. Chuck's doing things. Like it was like two or three months of him. I then like, after I think like four changed things we were like, we just decided that, He's probably guaranteed too many lunches to too many fans. So we're just going to let him go. We're just going to let Chuck go into the wind. Um, anyways, that's, that's my interesting rapper's fact.
3: Meanwhile, you can see Rod Black at Zanzibar basically every night.
1: <laughs> what? <Wow>, Zanzibar. Going, <laughs> I, I can't so really going after Rod Black. Um, tell me 10 minutes. No comment. Any
3: sports. Uh, after any raptors post game uh, rod black turns into a cloud and his physical body is at zanzibar hey well,
1: rod black and his boy um the the, the other chuck are going to are going to come after you because when uh when chuck comes to toronto he's always looking for rod black okay so yeah i don't know what to tell you um Matt, you got something?
0: Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, one real fact that I really, I forgot about with the Raptors, but I, I remember years ago, I listened to a podcast with uh, someone who designed the, the original logo for the Raptors. And I just love that, like that original Raptors, you know, like cartoonish design was really just all to get us kids in the mid nineties to like the team and then grow into hardcore fans. Like it was their whole strategy that it found didn't that
1: work on me.
0: Yeah. It just like, it you know, like hey what Jurassic teams? Park's number one. <laughs> we gotta ride this wave. <laughs> That's why we all love Jurassic Park so much when they refer to it. But yeah, I just find that you're like, you don't you know the Yankees didn't have to do that when they started, did they? You weren't thinking yeah, about the no, kids just when
1: they started. It was all like there was a, a movie about these Yankees and it was, it was a park full of Yankees. And yeah, I, I yeah. don't know where this joke's Yan- going. But Yankees <laughs>
3: were very close to be calling being called the, the hoop and stick game, <laughs> the New York hoop and stick.
1: <laughs> yeah. I guess there was probably like plays at the time. So the, the New York Shakespeare's, um, sure. Shakespeare's yeah. Cool. But uh, oh, yeah, uh, I, I think that's a, a good <laughs> enough fact to move on from. <laughs> I just assumed, like literally, I've watched one episode of The Nick, so I assume <laughs> no doctors use gloves, and yeah, I don't know. It's uh, horse and carriage style stuff, and
3: as we all know, they named uh, the New York basketball team after that TV show. So moving on.
1: Hey, there you go. Sure. Uh, God bless us all. We uh, we 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 found a, an endpoint. Um, Yeah. Okay, Maddie. Let's uh, let's move on here. Why don't you give me your most delicious NBA sting?
0: National Basketball Association.
1: Gotta let people know. Yeah, a lot of people tune into this pod and they're like, I don't know what the NBA stands for. I like basketball, but <laughs> if you just break down those those uh, initials for me here. A lot of people
0: acronym. get a lot of comments on our Twitter asking what NBA stands for. So that's why mm-hmm. that's why I do it.
1: Yep. So um, once and for all. That's right. <laughs> National Basketball Association.
0: There
1: it is. <laughs> okay, Adam. Um, yes, Freddie. Who won the deadline? What, what, what team uh, is... You know, and I guess you can take that in whatever direction. Like you know, winning isn't necessarily contending this year. There's different ways to win. Um, But yeah, like who who got meaningfully better?
3: I uh, I I can't. (laughs) What happened during the deadline? Again, seems like it was 10 million years ago. I feel like the Raptors have lost three times in a row since the deadline. So I much know. you got,
1: was it the Gordon busiest? To the Nuggets, you got uh, Vucci yeah, to the uh, Gordon Bulls. The Nuggets
3: is fun, that's okay. Although they they lost, they lost, yeah. Victor yesterday. Oladipo to the Heat, yeah. Oh, yep. yeah. I mean, none of these really
2: moved the needle for me. That was a junk deadline.
1: Or- wow, how dare you
2: if anyone won trade season. It has to be the Nets, right? Like, they got James Harden.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's like that, like, we all knew James Harden was going to move this season, and they just got him way before the deadline. So they kind of crushed it. How many years does Vooch have on his contract? I'm not sure. Off the top of my head, um, I'm going to say two. Two years left Maybe a player option Maybe the Bulls won
3: I mean that's a pretty Exciting piece It's not like the Bulls Are going to win The NBA championship But it is nice To have a good team
1: They also got Daniel Tice uh, Who we know uh, Kills people In the playoffs Yeah
3: Yeah. Um, Daniel Tice A popular uh, Fantasy pick By me Because I only remember When we get destroyed By a certain player That I overvalue The Tyler Hero (laughs) Yep (laughs) God bless Tyler Hero for forever now being picked seventy fifth overall in fantasy basketball, and then uh, averaging uh, twelve and one.
1: Yeah, you don't see you don't see it for Tyler. I, I can't tell because I feel like he had like an. I feel like everything about Miami's run was like kind fake. of contextual. Yeah, a little bit fake. Like yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Like I think. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was so surprised. Like, I was one of the people who was was didn't think the Bucks was were gonna lose like that. So, like, I had a lot of friends who were like, "Oh, Miami's like before the series, like you know, Miami's gonna kill the Bucks." And I was like, "What? Absolutely not!" And I was so wrong on that that I was kind of like a little bit in awe of Miami. But hey, um, you know, this is a this is a trade deadline question. Um, yeah, who, who do you think won the won the deadline, uh, Vivek?
2: I think it's the toss-up between Miami and Denver. I probably shade it to Denver just because they kind of had a glaring need after Jeremy Grant left at that wing position.
0: Mm -hmm.
2: Especially with the way Grant's been playing, it's it's looked like, oh my God, they really Mm -hmm. could use that. So I think to get Aaron Gordon, I think Gordon, you know, I I don't want to say he's one of those guys that, could have used uh, a change of scenery because I think he kind of is who he is at this point, but mm-hmm. I do think he adds something to that team especially with the way Michael Porter Jr. has come on as a scorer and so him as the fourth scoring option and then defending Wings, I think that's a good role for him and so it, it was something. It was a major weakness that they addressed and then they got JaVale McGee too because I, I know obviously everyone likes to make uh, joke's Man, about JaVale. I love McGee. Love but, McGee. But that's a solid pickup too. When like, you think about the deficiencies in Jokic's defensive game, his ability, McGee's ability to protect the rim, they address two major weaknesses for me. So I'll probably give it to them. Has there ever been a time
3: in the NBA or a trade deadline where as many players got demoted? Like you have Aaron Gordon now the fourth option. You have Andre Drummond who's basically like hmm. – you are, in case of injury, you you will play. You have, yeah. like, uh, Lamarcus Vucevic? Aldridge. Vuce. Oh, yeah, I
1: mean... Because yeah, I think Zach Levine's the number one, or maybe they'll share, so maybe, maybe that's wrong, but yeah.
3: Yeah, and, like, hmm. uh, yeah, Lamarcus Aldridge, like, you're going to barely play it. Like, y- y- you are here just to do this. Like, we've seen... so This is, like, the the real demotion of the big man, and especially the Lakers winning and people being like, they're back baby, we're going big, and now it's like, LaMarcus Aldridge, you play for four minutes a game.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know the, the the whole big conversation. I mean, you know, I know we talked about this in the Raptors segment, but it's it's in an odd place because like there's you have these superstar bigs and then like this like glut of bigs that can kind of play max like 20, 22 minutes a game. But then also the league's going towards small ball, but also you need some bruisers to like take the edge off. We're in a weird like, yeah, like all big men are serviceable unless they're like a superstar territory um and sorry they're not all serviceable but like ooh, that's what you're looking for mm-hmm. um my pick was actually the nuggets as well and i was going to try and make like a cute pick like uh orlando because they decided to like th- like you know blow it up again but that, then i was kind of like you know i'm not giving orlando weird points for that because they're like perpetually in a rebuild so yeah um, like
3: orlando's blowing it up it's like what have they been doing
1: I know, sort of, like, yeah. They've been. I mean, they tried to win, actually, but like, they were the perennial eighth seed for twelve years. Yeah. Um, One thing yeah. I will add Sorry.
2: quickly is just you mentioning Orlando. I thought that's the direction the Pacers should have picked as well, and so I think they're mm-hmm. a bit of like a low key loser for not selling and just kind of you know staying in limbo.
1: Yeah, and I feel like the league's been, you know, at least semi-interested in, like, Miles Turner for a long time. So I feel like they could have, should have maybe got something there, especially if they don't think Sabonis and Turner, you know, it's like, a future front court. Yeah. Um, Yeah, my pick was, like, the Nuggets for most of the reasons you said. I also just kind of think that, uh, you know, sometimes it's as simple as this, like, Jokic – having Gordon as an option is going to be good. And Mm -hmm. I just think it's that simple. I think it's like, you know, who knows what he can do independently. But I think for Gordon, I'm not saying, you know, Jeremy Grant, Grant, you know, couldn't catch lobs, but it's a different thing with Aaron Gordon. And I think, you know, and and Jamal Murray and, you know, uh, Their team's also so deep anyways that Mm I feel like if he doesn't do well or doesn't work, you can kind of say, you know what? We're going to play Millsap or whomever, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's set up our last NBA question here. Um, or my last NBA question, uh, and, and that's just the Draymond thing. Like, they're obviously, you know, it's defense, so there's never going to be, like, an exact, precise answer. But he – it's a fun debate. And, you know, he opened up the, like – or he said that he is the best defender of all time and he's willing to, like, you know, go up against anybody, I guess, like, in, in the comparison trade machine. I guess that's what he's referring to. Uh, but, yeah – I think once you like take in the ridiculousness of the statement for me, anyways, you then, I, when you think about it a, a little bit, you're kind of like, he is a very special defender. And I, I guess for me, it's like he was a really good defender through an era of an offensive explosion. So I don't know how to marry those two things. Like he changed the position, but yeah. And anyways, the way I'm going to frame this question is uh, let's go to you first, Adam. Um, Do you think Draymond Green is the best defender of all time? (laughs) Uh, And if not, do you think he's, like, in the top five? Like, can you rattle off, like, easily five defenders that are better than him?
3: Uh, I don't think Draymond Green is the best defender of all time. I don't like it when people... That's like giving yourself a nickname that's like if I said like I want everyone to call me Big Dog Christy like no one wants to call you big Dog christie. how sure are you sure about that uh, <laughs> can start on here right here on this podcast. I think draymond Green is could be the best of all time of uh uh um uh, trying to get on the n b a on uh w- with Shaq and Charles and, and trying to get media attention all the time
1: I mean he's good, he's very good i don't I don't
3: know how to uh Assign value to defenders because it's hard because there's not a lot of stats throughout the ages, but I mean, I don't know. Is he better than like Bruce Bowen? Like, is he better than Tim Duncan? I don't know. He's very good. Just be good stressing out about the best of all time. Shut up.
1: Hey, he's doing it for, he's doing it for pod material. Okay. Yeah.
3: Certainly when Steph was injured and Draymond was like uh, playing and that team was terrible, it wasn't like, well, at least they have the best defender of all time. No, it was like, Oh, this team's awful without Steph Curry.
2: So, Very true. Uh, yeah. You know,
1: yeah, if, I think he... Sorry, go ahead.
2: Oh I was just going to add, if Draymond Green was the best defender of all time, I don't think Pascal Siakam would have cooked him the way he did in the 2019 NBA Finals. Hey. Where he made like 13 straight field goals.
1: <laughs> I'm wearing my Siakam shirt, and I tried to like flash it to the camera, but then I realized it's just a Raptors ball in the front. But it trust works. me, it, it works. says Siakam in the back. <laughs>
2: no, you know, the one thing I will say with Draymond is... I think he's been a beneficiary of this era where bigs have been kind of minimized. And mm-hmm. so, you know, you look at the position he plays, if he had to constantly match up in the 90s, early 2000s against a Tim Duncan and a Kevin Garnett and a David Robinson and a Hakeem Olajuwon, how good is he looking against those matchups, right? And so I think with the way the center position is kind of diminished, I think that's why he's able to benefit and like he plays that free safety role so well. I'm not saying he's the only one that does, but part of why he can do that is because of the way the game is played now. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I think, you know, I I asked Adam for like a quick five. You just rolled off a quick four, which is kind of where I was like wanting to go with this, uh, this question. And I'll just throw in uh, Rodman and Pippen. Uh, yeah. Would be two guys, uh, so that's that's five and six, and and I think he has been a big you know beneficiary of this era, and like it's the whole defense conversation, right? Because they're all connected and. It's really tough to isolate, uh, in, in the same way you can do with offense and and those type of stats. Like, you know, Clay's a good defender. Uh, you know, he, when he when he played with Durant, Durant was incredible uh, defensively on that team. Um, I mean, I don't know about Harrison Barnes or like Steph necessarily, but you know, Iguodala. Like, the team was really good as well. So. And that that's also true of you know Stephen and, Sh- and Clay's shooting stats. Like, what would they be if either of, of them had like a you know a Ben Simmons beside them or something, or, or a, a non-shooter as well? So, yeah, it's it's kind of the fun nuance of basketball, um, the margins. But uh, there's yeah. also a
2: different level of fatigue when you have to defend the way a Kevin Garnett or a Tim Duncan did. Or Scottie Pippen did, and then also take 20, 25 shots on the other end.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh man. Well, one of the most tiring things anyone could ever watch is like just just watch some highlights of the, the Pistons Spurs series. I think one of them like Duncan averages like 24 points and like 13 rebounds and like two blocks or something insane. And every final score is like 72 71. It's just, it's so, it's so laborious and tiring. And, and yeah, I think like people, you know, maybe, you know, Raptors fans can, can kind of get a look at it with OG, but when someone's pushing you, it is extremely tiring. And Uh it's a bit of a different thing than running all over the court. Uh Uh, And, you know, you see that with a guy like Boucher who, you know, he can cover serious ground running around Uh the court, but also under the basket, it's like, man like if someone has wider hips you can, you can move them and it's, it's tough uh, but yeah okay let's I, I think we've got there let's finish this baby off with some quickish questions what do you oh, guys yeah. say you want to do some quickish questions yeah. let's do it woo uh, Maddie, give me that quickish question sting quickish questions <laughs> Okay. Um so this is quickish questions. Well I will I find There's just questions? so much color going on. <laughs> yeah, you know what? <laughs> what do you guys like? Checking what do you, like? you guys like? What do you guys like? If you're checking out on YouTube, uh, Matt's one of those like, you know, neighbors who just is going a bit too wild. Uh, you know, had Christmas lights, had Halloween lights, but has Easter lights like, buddy, chill. Like yeah, no Easter lights. No Easter like lights around here. Still
0: got some Christmas lights going.
1: <laughs> wow. Okay, we're getting a bit of a, a bit of a tour of Matt's space. Uh,
3: Freddie actually has the uh, the biggest, uh, greatest decoration of all, which is the Roku screensaver going on in the background.
1: <laughs> hey, the Roku screensaver is absolutely wonderful, and I got way more free um, channels than I thought I would, like some Ken Burns docs and stuff. Absolutely. Oh we got it going. Um, I've
3: watched the Roku uh, screensaver more than I've watched Disney Plus, I think. <laughs> and I'm not that's saying, fair. Like, it's in the background. I'm doing something and it's on. I'm sitting there looking at the Roku screensaver. <laughs> I enjoy Wondering, it. I keep- what theater is that? What building is that? Oh, I just noticed Spider-Man's in it.
1: I keep thinking there's going to be a, a new city. Nope. Goes around. It's the same city over and over. Absolutely not. Um, okay, let's 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 do some quickish questions. Uh, I'm gonna get through this uh, through as clearly as possible. <laughs> I'm gonna stutter, slur, stammer. Uh, probably gonna misread a comma. Um, you know, I'll be confused. That's okay., uh, you have to answer as quickly as calmly. Uh, and yeah, that's it Just quickly and calmly You know what? Forget about the calm I'm, I'm adding the calmly in, don't worry about that uh, You have to answer as quick as you possibly can That's it, no phoning a friend Matt, I'm looking at you Yep um, Okay, let's go uh, Adam, Vivek, Matt You guys ready? Yes Great. Okay, uh, Adam um, What do you do to understand the grind?
3: Whoa, uh, I'm suddenly not calm anymore. Um, To understand the grind? Yeah, what do you do? I would say to understand the grind, um, you have to do stand-up comedy 40 times a week (laughs) at a different Fox & Fiddle around the Greater (laughs) Toronto Area and then you can talk to me about the grind.
1: Wow, okay, Uh, Adam coming in not so quick. Um, That's okay. Uh, Vivek, will you watch every game no matter how bad it might get?
2: I don't have a choice, it's my job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Makes it easier.
2: (laughs) There you go. Uh, Bless
3: bless you both, Vivek, for for having a job and Freddy for having a basketball podcast in the era of the Raptors that we are just
2: about. <laughs> so Zach, when did you start covering the Raptors? Uh 2015, I want to well, say. Welcome to the shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've been watching them a lot longer than that. Oh. Yeah. So we all... I'm well aware of how <laughs> how dark things can get. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. When 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 you keep hearing like different announcers being like, no, this might be as bad as it gets. I'm like, oh dear. We're Raptors fans. It can get worse. Wait, um,
3: can I ask a quickish question to the Okay, sure. Vivek. To ingratiate him with the fans, should Aaron Baines be mic'd up to remind everyone that he is Australian? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm all in on players being mic'd up. And so, yeah, it, especially when, you know, he's got one of those floater sh- shots going and it just somehow doesn't even end up being a shot. It just ends up being a turnover. Mm-hmm. I want to hear exactly what he's thinking after that.
3: But I think also people, so, if they knew he was a they'd be like, "Oh, he's
1: he's Australian. That's fun." <laughs> okay, let me let me take this yeah. back.
2: Yeah, um, I can see Matt, that. I can see that.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, when we allowed to see the Raptors, when we're allowed to see the Raptors back at Scotiabank Arena again. What song are you most looking for, forward to hearing during the game? Whoa.
0: Oh, dear. What song? Jeez.
1: Um, Hit me with it. First thing that pops oh in your God, head. God, I don't tall. know.
0: Uh, you know, I, I don't g- go to as many games as you, Freddy. I, I Name can't even song. Hear, Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say a dumb Queen don't song stall. or something. I'm trying not to stall here. Uh, you know, did uh, th- that classic. Uh, uh, one that pumps up the what's the pumper? Oh, fuck shit. Pass.
1: Okay, I'll say Money City Maniacs for the for <laughs> no. the flown fans. Really fell apart uh, there. there. It's okay. The I, that's okay. You know, I put the pressure plays. on you. Okay, Adam. Yeah. Gary Trent's potential ceiling.
3: Um, he has a child named Gary Trent Junior. Junior, and also plays for the Raptors. Three time MVP
1: wow so yours is like a generational ceiling okay i like yeah. it um vivek will we see leafs raptors jays and tfc win a championship in the same year <laughs> no
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> i wanted you to be like well um oh yes no
2: yeah you wanted me to give you the uh, jim carrey you're saying there's a chance no. uh I'm gonna say
1: no. I, I, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's it. Like, uh, I think maybe no. Um, Maddie,
2: that's that's a lot of teams that the MLSC would be going into the tax for. <laughs> Put it that way. So I don't know if we're, we're gonna see that.
1: It's a lot of Rogers and Bell money. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. Maddie, yes. Do you sometimes wish we went all in for Harden?
0: Uh, no, I don't wish that and uh now that i've thought about that last question i will say oh. any arkell song i want to hear because i want to see how distracted nurse gets if he like stops oh, coaching yeah. looks up does the oh, yeah. guitar i want to see what happens i'm sure he's full distracted but no yeah friends. james harden I, I don't think that's who like that i don't think that's a star that we want to go all in for for sure. raptors
2: will nick nurse ever do the halftime show
1: Oh, with articles. Oh yeah. You know what yeah I did. Nick Nurse is just like, here boys, take my clipboard, just strap on a guitar. I'm like, oh my god, this is gonna rock. Um, sorry, that's me. So I don't know why I would speak like that. Um I remember uh George Boise,
3: friend of the podcast, was ripping on Nick Nurse being like, You don't see Greg Popovich in the E Street band. What are you doing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man, but if, if you if you did see him in the E Street Band, you'd be like, "Oh my god, are you like the guy from Sopranos?" He'd be like a Baritone um, sax for sure. Okay, Adam. Yeah. For the Raptors, mm-hmm. is Dwayne Casey the new LeBron?
3: Um, no, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> um, Vivek, the Raptors will end with the blank pick in the first round of this year's draft.
2: That's a tough one. I'm gonna say the eighth pick
1: in okay, this okay. draft. Okay. I like it. Um and Dwayne Casey was
3: drinking during last game. Remember when LeBron grabbed that beer?
2: Oh, it's Dwayne Casey just That would
1: be Dwayne Casey doing the LeBronto drinking a beer thing would be a whole new <laughs> level because it's A, it's it's like Father Dwayne Casey, mm-hmm. and B. It's COVID, so we'd be like, "Oh man, this is like," it would be like extra stressful. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, two more questions. We'll do uh, one more for Matt and a, a bit of an all-play. Okay. Okay. Um, Maddie, yes, I'm just making this up off the dome. <laughs> what is a rule change you'd like to see when Scotiabank opens again? Like something fans could do that they previously couldn't.
0: God, that's an interesting question. What fans could do they couldn't do before? I think always repeat the question, Matt. (laughs) It's
1: It's for the listeners. It's not for me. Slow,
0: okay. I think what we should be able to do is uh, I don't know what system it could work in but you should be able to switch with someone court side if you're way up top like there should be some kind of raffle or something where not just like someone gets drake seats when you're not there that happens but you know like i think i want to see more mixing up i want to see the uh the the, head union guy for the automotive to be up in the friggin 500s you know what i mean like i want to see yeah.
3: So wait a minute. You're saying that if you have courtside seats to the Raptors, there is a chance via raffle that you are demoted to the 500s. <laughs> That's right.
1: <laughs> Hunger game, game style. I'm here to change the rules, Adam. Okay. Yeah. 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 Matt's here to change the rules. Okay. Last question. Wow. Um, and this is an all-play. Uh, you know, we're looking for kind of small things for joy here in the season. So. Yep. What about a little bit of Utah Revenge? You, you know, not necessarily, you know, I don't even know if we play Minnesota again, but go ahead. Yeah, a- Adam, yep. what's the best version of, of of Utah's Revenge?
3: I got it right here, Utah Watanabe wins the Giller Prize.
1: <laughs> wins the Wait, is the Giller Prize for writing? It's Canadian Book of the Year. <laughs> yeah, okay. That would be wonderful. <laughs> it's like Yeah, okay, that's pretty good revenge, yeah, uh, as a, as a writer.
3: And also, um, to, to answer Matt's question as well, I think people should be allowed to smoke cigarettes in the <laughs> social Bank.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice. That's a good rule change. That will
3: fly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> not not weed though. So just cigarettes and no vaping.
1: Yeah. No, no vaping. Bring back just, the smoke. Bring it back. No ashtrays either. Um, <laughs> Vivek, what's uh, what's what's the best you to revenge?
2: Uh, just randomly. Dunking on Aaron Baines.
1: Oh, that, that would be wonderful. He dunked on it's those own.
2: Yeah, Aaron Baines is just there, just clogging up the paint. And Utah's like, hey. Yeah.
1: You're getting dunked on too, sir. Yeah. That would be wonderful. Like, uh, uh, yeah. You know, that kind of could happen too. I could see like Baines, like, yeah. like just turning at the wrong time. Like, um,.
2: I mean, that's basically how Utah ended up getting dunked on. Totally. Baines was um, like, whoa, this is happening. And, yeah, and Ben Brady was like, look out. <laughs> um,
3: Baines dunking on Norm, you think like, you I used to think like, I wonder if the players are mean to Baines. And Baines dunk on Norm proves yes. Yes, they were.
1: Yeah, as he's soon angry. as he had a
3: chance, he was like, I'm dunking on Norman Powell. Yeah.
1: He blocked him too. Blocked um, him too. Matty, what's, uh, what's, what's Utah's best revenge?
0: Um, I think he just, he, he bides his time. He waits to line up someone where he can do a serious dunk on them. And I want him breaking the glass on the backboard. I want, take the tech, shatter it, pull the rim down, and then fling it into the frigging crowd.
1: Fling the black the the, the backboard into the no, the rim the rim oh the rim because I was like he's picking up a broken backboard this no is, just a this is quite heavy something. heavy yeah.
0: crazy okay, so dunk
1: play some discus with the rim after yeah. he's removed it yeah um, from the backboard okay that's pretty good yeah
3: okay can, wait can I change mine yes <laughs> okay ultimate revenge Utah shows up at Anthony Edwards' grave. Okay, this Whoa. is 60 years from now.
1: Wow. That's so he outlives little,
3: him. Outlives him. The ultimate dunk. Oh, it's true. <laughs> that's like, that's
1: too much. I think Yuta like heard super this. super
2: dark. I know. It's so
1: yeah. dark. <laughs> if Yuta heard this, he's like, listen, you guys are not welcome. Just outlive um, him.
3: Yuta <laughs> Watanabe dragging a uh, net to Anthony Edwards' grave. Wow. Wow. <laughs> To dunk
1: on it, <laughs> that's, uh, that's a dunk of a sort, um, guys. I see why I see why they
2: call you Big Dog Christie. Yeah. yeah, I know, dog, big
1: baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a, a canine show with Caitlin yesterday, and he, he kept making one of the little kids say, "Like you're a big dog," and he didn't believe it, but Big Dog Christie, I believe that. Wait, you know? What's a what's a canine show? I don't know. It was like rescue canines. It was this show in Oakland where they're like teaching dogs to be less aggressive but in some situations more aggressive it was pretty scary for me (laughs) (laughs) uh someone who's mildly afraid of dogs i was like whoa (laughs) okay you know what this is uh i feel like a good time to end because i'm talking about my fear of dogs you know nobody needs this um (laughs) guys yeah uh thank you so much for doing the pod um everyone who listens thank you so much uh we've been growing a lot recently so you know share subscribe uh Let people know, Um, Vivek. Let's go to you first. Uh, You're you're always writing and and, and doing cool stuff. But um, we'll 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 plug your Twitter and all that. But where can people check you out? You know, what do you want them to see?
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm doing my usual work for CBC Sports for Complex Canada, and I'm hosting a basketball show now on CBC, which is pretty cool, called North Courts. And so we cover everything that is Canadian basketball. The last well. The next episode, it airs bi-weekly Wednesday nights at 8. And so you can check that out online. Nice. So, yeah, it's a little fun show that I do with uh, Javon Shepard and Megan McPeak, two people who know the game and have played the game at a really high level. So it's a lot of fun. So that's the one thing I definitely will plug. Um, I was thinking also um, about the other question about understanding the grind. And I'd just like to say... Uh, to truly understand the grind, to make a tribute to Norman Powell, go eat an extremely spicy chicken shawarma. That's a different type of grind that you will very much understand.
1: Oh, yeah. uh, I love it. That's, you know, everyone should eat uh, too spicy chicken shawarma um, if you spend any time in Toronto because, you know, you just got it. It's like the are you know, shawarmas or, or rotis. We, we got good stuff here. Uh, and sweat it out, man. I was eating tacos sweating the other day. That's That's how you do it um sorry now I'm going into like you should sweat while you eat territory so <laughs> I'm really going all over the place um and just a, just a shout out man it was uh, I thought megan mcpeak was was fantastic on the broadcast um uh-huh. and uh it was so entertaining and just incredible um but uh Adam what's up man um I know uh people are doing a crazy amount of shows right now but uh what are you up to where can people check you out? All that, all that stuff.
3: No plugs. That's a pass. Check out Vivek stuff. I'm doubling down. Whoa! Wow. Okay. Eat a spicy shawarma. Watch the show on CBC. I got nothing going on. Vivek's good at his job.
1: <laughs> wow. That's that's Adam's like, a king. <laughs> I know. That's that's a double big ups right there. Um... Listen, just no
3: one. Everyone be cool and no one tell Anthony Edwards about the grave shit. Okay. <laughs> Let's all be yeah. nice. We don't have to at Utah Watanabe and film no uh, no.
1: the grave stuff. Oh, no, yeah, we, we we don't want any trouble here on the pod, okay, folks? No, no drama, okay? <laughs> uh, but that's it. We we made, we made it to the end of the pod, uh, Maddie. If you feel like we're we're done, we're good to go. Please, just give me those sweet words. Okay.
0: Uh, <sighs>